0: Hey listeners, so you'll have to forgive us. We have a new set of microphones and we weren't really sure how to use them. So this next episode is a little bit different. There's a bit of a learning curve on these. So forgive the, the bad sound quality, but hopefully we'll have this worked out next time. Thanks for your patience. Hey faithful listeners,
1: do you have an idea for an episode topic? Do you have your own opinions about what we talk about when we talk about zombies? Do you suspect someone of mind wizardry? Are you your own grandpa? Do you suspect us of mind wizardry? Let us know what you're thinking by emailing us at suggestions at life dot com.
0: Welcome to Life Narrated, the podcast about life and the stories we tell. I'm Emily, and I stole this voice from the
1: moon.
2: I'm Matt, and the people of Earth know me by many different names.
1: I'm Lauren. I'm a well-known shapeshifter. There you go, and today we're going to be talking about
0: tricksters. Now, this is an archetype that has been identified by many people, and we just kind of want to um, define it first. Before we get into that, I want to make a distinction between people who are tricky and tricksters.
2: Yeah, you keep saying that when we were discussing this episode, and I don't know what you mean by that.
0: I mean, like Odysseus, for instance. I don't think he qualifies as a trickster.
2: Under what? Like, why?
0: Because he's a very smart person, and he pulls tricks, but he's not, like, a supernatural being. And he's not... Um, he doesn't have magic, he can't shapeshift. Shapeshifting is one of the big things. <laughs> with, uh... So let's go into the definition here. Um, I have a list of traits of tricksters, according to the Williams, Hines, and Dottie. And that is William Hines and William Dottie. Mm-hmm.
2: The Williams. Yeah. The Williams, Hines, and Dotty. <laughs>
0: I was so clever, I just had to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, they're fundamentally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. That's number one. So okay, fine. All right. <laughs> they are a deceiver and they play tricks, but they also have tricks played upon them. So okay. in a lot of cases, it um, they're shown as foolish, but a lot of times they're doing the tricking.
2: The Odysseus counts and gets tricked all the time.
0: They're shapeshifters.
2: He didn't technically shapeshift, but most of his crew did.
1: Yes, but it's shapeshifting <laughs> if they don't come back. Wow. Right, like it was done against their will and then they were killed. <laughs> yeah. Fair. In said new shape.
0: Go on. <laughs> and um the fourth one is situation inverter, which mm. really is like they challenge order, hierarchy, and authority.
2: Jesus is like doing that all over the place.
1: That's true.
2: He went into hell to Did he? Yeah, to talk to someone and came back out. Well,
1: he didn't go into hell, he went yeah. to the River Sticks.
2: Yeah, right. But- and then he Which to is at
1: the gate of hell, sure. But You're not
2: supposed to do that, is my point.
1: <laughs> okay, that, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> okay, and... It's like making a collect call.
0: <laughs> they, they are a messenger and imitator of the gods, meaning that they kind of are intermediaries between humans and gods. And usually they take the human sides, and this is part of their challenging order and hierarchy and authority kind of thing. So... Someone listed Prometheus as a trickster. I don't really think that's real correct, but he, you know, stole fire from the- I think
2: that counts. Like, he's definitely he's just human a thief,
0: But he's human. No, he's a titan. A demigod? I don't remember. Yeah, anyway.
2: but he's like intermediary somehow or another. You're right. He's not
0: you're a right. human. That's
1: true. He kind of fits all. Except for shapeshifting.
0: He well, but also,
1: shit. also too, like, he didn't really trick anybody. He just stole fire and was like, here you go, humans, and then got punished forever. <laughs> I so mean, I don't he count his if liver really going consider back. Him. Like, it's not like he really used his wit to, right. like, outsmart the gods into giving humans fire. Like, he just took it and gave it to them. So that's why I don't feel like he counts.
2: Okay. Oh, no. Um, yeah, okay, go on. Yeah.
1: The last one is Sacred and Lewd
0: uh, by Clore, which I'm... Oh, bicolour is a French word that means "do it yourself," kind of. So I was gonna good. say two
1: corns, but
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. They all have two corns. <laughs> um, he is a
2: they're like bootstrap. They they, just, yeah. they put a plan into motion without help.
0: They have. They take what they have. They attempt to use uh, the available materials to solve new problems, mm. and that's part of it.
2: I mean, it's definitely Odysseus. He, yeah. He's taking what he can get and working hard to get back to wherever he was from.
0: I, yeah, I guess. And he is, isn't he? He's somewhat divine because, like, he's Athena's
1: like boy Chosen.
2: toy. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, well, see. Okay, so like, what was the second one you said, Emily? Like, um, he's a deceiver
0: and trick player. He gets tricks played on him, but he also plays tricks.
1: And like, what was the one about? I guess being ambiguous. Well, yeah, like
0: fundamentally
1: ambiguous. Fundamentally and ambiguous. So I feel like the reason why Odysseus doesn't necessarily count as a trickster is that he's not an emissary between anybody and anybody. Like, he's on his own mission to get himself home to his wife. Right. And, and because he's not ambiguous. Like, he's not doing something to see what happens. Like, he is on a right. quest. And that's what makes him a hero.
2: As an, like he's often his identity is ambiguous in some cases. Like, what do you mean? Like when he tricks the the Cyclops, he's like, "Whoa, I'm I'm, I'm nobody. nobody." Yeah, but that
1: that's like the trick he's using. Like, there's no point where like he's not himself. Like he doesn't turn himself into anybody. He blinds the Cyclops and then says, "I am nobody."
2: Well, I guess my point is that like. I think we're taking the whole idea of, like, shape and ambig- amb- ambiguity, like, really literally, like, as what the words mean. But, like, I think you can think of it more as, like, a, um, like, shapeshifting between identities or, like, as the, the situation calls for something, you know? Like, not okay. necessarily, like, I change into an eagle, yeah. but, like, oh, today I'm nobody because I don't want you to hunt me, you know? Like, or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, well so, so here's another bad. thing, which I think... I'm changing. I'm coming around on Odysseus right now because um, Lewis Hyde has a thing about tricksters and he says they are also sexually overactive. Oh, that's Odysseus, Irrespond- Odysseus all the days. I know. Irresponsible and amoral, but it is that very uh, phallicism that signifies essential creativity. So <laughs> that's so he's what a I'm going to tell you from now. <laughs> it's
1: just my dickheadedness. It's my essential yes. phallicism
2: that is makes me creative. <laughs>
1: If you don't let me put my penis in you, then how am I gonna get home?
2: <laughs> first of all, Calypso. and secondly, do you want to stop creation from happening? Do you want to be the?
1: Do you want to be
0: responsible? Right. <laughs> um, and it says uh, many tricks originate in their quest for food or sex, and I think that's true. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trickster lies because he has a belly. The stories say. Except <laughs> the truth only. Except f- expect the truth only from those. Who ha- um, whose belly is full, or those who have escaped the belly altogether.
2: Hmm, that's really good. <laughs> so
0: I like that, that quote a lot. Um,
2: the trickster... What was it, the trickster?
0: trickster? Trickster lies because he has a belly. Because he has a belly. The stories say, expect the truth only from those whose belly is full, or, who's, uh, or those who have escaped the belly altogether.
2: I like it. That's so, really good.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, so there's a bunch of, you know... Trickstery things. Um, let's talk about like old school tricksters. <laughs> um, I think the devil counts as a trickster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, shape shifting, um, deceiver, making deals, situation playing. inverter.
2: We should also say that these uh, the trickster is an archetype that kind of falls in the same pantheon of archetypes as like the hero and the villain and the antihero that we've talked about in the past.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: So this is where you can find like where you can place that yeah that concept.
0: And they're not typically the hero of the story unless they're Anansi. And that is because Anansi is – he stole the ability of storytelling from a god. And so he's the one who tells <laughs> all the stories.
2: That's interesting.
0: And that's why he's the hero of a lot of stories. Because <laughs> they're so, all coming from his perspective. Yeah. That's
2: extremely meta. Yeah.
0: yeah. So <laughs> it, when – I think someone once asked me, like, is he, like, the hero of all these stories? I thought he was a trickster, but he does all these things and – <laughs> It's like, nope. he, uh, he tells the story how he wants it, <laughs> uh-huh. basically. Oh, clever
2: Nazi. Yeah. anansi why don't you tell us a little bit about where he comes from and what so his is. he
0: is, is an African deity, I guess, uh, symbolized by a spider. He's a giant spider and he tells stories. So almost any African folktale, it's, I think it's Western Africa that he's from. I'm really not sure what tradition he comes from, um,
1: but I think but. it's – I think it is, though, a, a very far-reaching one. So maybe yeah, he originated it there, but, like, he's – even in, like, modern, like, southern culture, um, there are allusions to him. Well, in, like, yeah, I think it, it's definitely
0: – it's definitely come through the African-American diaspora – or the African diaspora, sorry. Um, and I think that they – I want to say that it's a Bantu-speaking uh, tribe kind of deal Because they started out on the West Coast, and they moved to the East Coast, and so they kind of spread their um, ideas all around. I'm uh, I'm
2: reading Wikipedia right now. It says, the the Anansi tales originated from the Akan people of present-day
0: Ghana. Okay, Okay. so I think they're Bantu-speaking people. (laughs) The report? Yeah, I'm not an expert. Yeah, I, I like Anansi a lot. He is... Definitely fits all of these, especially the sexually overactive one, mm-hmm. even though he's a spider. I don't know how that works. He's got eight dicks. He's got eight dicks. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, it kind of, you know, the African diaspora took with them their traditions. And in a lot of cases, African American literature features very prominently the trickster. And it's kind of come from this, um, place of i mean for a long time african-american literature didn't have a place in modern culture and was not really given its due and um you know it's one of those things like audrey Lorde said the master's tools would never dismantle the master's house so you can't try and compete in something that is automatically because of the way it's made blocking you out right but a competing view from henry lewis gates jr is that you can follow the letter of the law and still be subversive, and that's kind of the whole ideology of a trickster. Um, you can use the master's tools to dismantle the house, and if
2: you use the tools in a new and interesting way,
0: right? Exactly. Um, and he takes the example of Briar Rabbit. Yeah. Um, the example is that the rabbit hero had a fragile body but a deceptively strong mind that always had that allows him to create his own. Symbols of Defiance, using the perverted logic of the Oppressor. Hmm. So, you know, let's say here the Oppressor is the fox. I think that's always the villain in the Briar Rabbit stories. He's like, oh no, don't throw me into the Briar. Um, I'm not going to survive. And then the fox is like, ha, there you go. And then, you know, he gets away because he's Briar Rabbit. He lives in the briar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I
2: wonder if, you know, from like a a weird reading you can think of like Martin Luther King as a trickster in that he's taking the, the rules of the oppressor, like nonviolence and using it as like, a religion, using it as a tool to dismantle the master's house in a way. Um,
0: I think I would call him subversive. I think trickster implies some other things that I don't think apply. There's anymore. some other, yeah, there's some
1: other connotations because a lot of the things I was reading about was like, yeah, the tricksters tend to be kind of have their own agenda. So like mm-hmm. they can be helpful, but they can just as easily be harmful if they find it like kind of worth their time. So if they think it'll be fun to do mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so we've talked about Briar rabbit one, like as I was talking to other friends about doing this podcast, specifically about tricksters, every single damn person was like, Oh, Loki. <laughs> yeah, Loki's
0: yeah of course.
1: Loki is a, he's a good example of how, kind of apathetic a trickster can be, I think, because in many Norse mythology um, stories, he's the gods rely on him to help them in many situations, but he's also the cause of a lot of discord. And so a lot of times he creates those situations and he gets punished sometimes very severely, for them yeah. and then other times pe- he gets like praised because something happened and he got everybody out of it you know so
0: i think a big part of that is that tricksters are still part of the family like they're not outsiders they're not like random wanderers that come through a town they are like part of the pantheon they are familiar people mm that just want to fuck shit up. I mean, the the, the morality of tricksters, I think, changes depending on what tradition you come from. Like, in, uh, sorry, hold on.
2: I guess, uh, for me, I guess, now that I think about it, Martin Luther King probably wouldn't be a trickster just because he, he's not uh, ambiguous. Right. From the description at the beginning, he really, he had one goal, and he worked towards it, and he never, like, pretended to not have that goal. Right. I mean, I think a lot of the other, a lot of those other things are in there, you know, like, him using um not tricks but like taking taking the the tools that were allowed him and turning them against the people who gave him those tools
0: right, right. and um i think tricksters in the european tradition are definitely uh, either good or evil like you have some like tricksters the devil for instance mm-hmm. that are evil and you also have like some sort of fairy that like is generally good but sometimes does like weird stuff and mm-hmm. you know plays so they could be an, an asshole people. yeah, yeah. But, but in the native american tradition they are more chaotic neutral they're just like
1: i don't really care what happens to you
2: <laughs> <laughs> i have my own thing going on so yeah, right. i hope you make it out of <laughs> yeah
1: it's like hey can you help me do this thing and then they might be like mm-hmm, yeah okay and then not be helpful at all right I guess in that way, they're kind of like uh,
2: an anti-hero, like similar, like they're similar to anti-heroes in that way, like that they don't really have an allegiance necessarily, but can be persuaded one way or another.
0: Right. And anti-heroes, I would say, have a goal, whereas tricksters don't necessarily have to have a goal. Mm. They just kind of want to fuck shit up and see what happens. You know, they want to have fun is a lot of part of it. Um, Another old one is, you know, Coyote, Mm. which is a Native American trickster. And it's, uh, Coyote yes. actually appears in a couple of Briar Rabbit stories, so it's kind of, you know, similar.
2: That makes sense. Though,
0: yeah. yeah, and like a lot of uh, escaped African slaves became Native American, um, joined tribes, specifically the Seminole tribe, so, mm. um, it's quite interesting. There's also like Puck and Hermes, um, Maui from, well, we know them him from Moana, <laughs> <laughs> the movie, but like, is a Polynesian, um, trickster. Um, and he fits all of it. Um, Bugs Bunny.
2: Oh, I was gonna say that, and you brought it up.
0: <laughs> He's maybe the best. He's great, and I didn't think of him as a trickster, but, like, he absolutely fits all of the oh, yeah. criteria. For sure.
2: And actually, I was thinking about it, like, a lot of those Looney Tunes characters, are uh, count as tricksters, as tricksters, I think. Like, like Jerry, uh, from Tom and Jerry, the mouse.
0: Yeah. I would, yeah, I would say he would count as a trickster.
2: And, um... Like, maybe Foghorn Leghorn. I don't know.
0: Or, what's the Sylvester, the cat?
2: Sylvester, the cat, maybe. Tweety. Tweety. I would say
0: Tweety more than Sylvester. Yeah. Oh, um, the mice.
2: <laughs> what's that The really fast rat? Um
0: Taz?
1: Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah I, would I say, mean, say... Oh, or the Roadrunner. The Roadrunner, Road Runner, for, for
2: sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we literally never know what the Road Runner is doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why is
1: he... And, like, why? Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> He's just a jerk, that coyote. Very
0: yeah. ambiguous. <laughs> Very. <laughs> His one like um, rule I, writing like
2: goal is to get bird seed apparently yeah. but like even that he doesn't really care all the time about yeah, bird seed.
1: That's right. <laughs> the um, one that I didn't think about. Yeah. But is totally legit is um so Jacob from the Bible totally that's the
0: one I wrote down. I don't know anything yeah. about it, so please enlighten So Jacob even. Jacob is
1: the son of Isaac. And he was a twin. So it was Jacob and Esau. And okay. when they were being born, Esau, so it was like, which is weird. But, like, basically, so Esau stuck his hand out of his mother's womb. and Ew. the Yeah. yeah. And then like, <laughs> the midwife, I guess, like, tied a string on it. Because so, because the hand That's got pulled you. back in and then he was born. But technically because whose hand that was is the one that kinda like breached the the womb first was the firstborn son, which is really important, um, because that's how they figured out like heritance and like okay. his so, so Esau was technically born first, but Jacob tricks his father, Isaac, who's like old and blind, into believing he's Esau. And his mom helps him. So okay. And and so he does this and, um, gets his father's blessing and, and then later he tricks his brother. So like they're out in the field and Esau's like, Oh God, I'm so like, I'm so thirsty. I'm so hungry. And so Jacob is like, Oh, I'll give you some of this food. If you give me all of your inheritance (laughs) (laughs) and Esau does it. So, right. Well, so
0: this I mean, is why surely there Jewish- was more
1: food someone else, somewhere else. <laughs> right. So this is why, though, in the Jewish tradition, they take Jacob's side because they're like, "Oh, Esau was like clearly like lazy and not smart, and you know he hyperbolized everything, and he didn't he sh- he didn't deserve to have the like." kind of the power that goes along with being the firstborn inheriting everything from their father so which he would have as the firstborn that's very
2: strange the bible is a weird thing
1: (laughs) it is a very weird thing but yeah so he's like one of the oldest tricksters but he is seen and partly right because he's one of the what's what's the word i'm looking for it like one of the like fathers you know he's like abraham yeah it's like abraham and isaac jacob he's one of like the founding fathers of you know the line of David or whatever. Um, he's you know so there's okay. there's a lot of you know it makes sense that they would be like no 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 he was he was right to trick his brother and his dying father. <laughs> wow. I mean that's true. Okay. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, so he's like a classic example that he was what what his motivations were, right? Like, we don't know if Joshua believed his brother was not a good person and that's why he felt the need to kind of outsmart him or if he just did it to be a dick, which is kind of how it reads. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. no one's, like if nobody's kind of giving you, like, an interpretation of it, you just read it and you're like, wow, he's a shithead. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, sure, why not? <laughs>
0: yeah. I have um, another trickster from a religion, uh, Baron Samdi, who is from uh, Haitian Voodoo. He's a Loa, which is not really a god. He's more of a spirit. They don't really mm-hmm. have gods. Um, and Loa can, like, um, uh, take people over and, like... Like, possess them. them? Yeah, possess them. Um,
2: so he was, like, a, a real, like, char- like character, I guess?
0: Um, he's usually portrayed with a top hat, black coat, dark glasses, and cotton plugs in the nostrils, uh, like resembling a corpse dressed in the Haitian style.
2: That's really interesting because the only way I know Baron Samedi is from like
1: James Bond. James
2: Bond. Yeah. And, yeah. That's so strange. Okay.
1: Yeah, but oh, he's but a, he's also in um, the Princess and the Frog, that the Disney remake movie. But that that's not Baron Samedi. No, I mean, he's just dressed up as Baron. He's S- basically he's, Baron right. Sandy, he's he's, he's the representation movie. of him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um yeah Yeah, and so he's a a spirit that you know i wouldn't say he's like the spirit of death but he is um he is known for uh disruption obscenity debauchery and having a particular fondness for tobacco and rum um
1: yeah yeah, the the former
0: president for life of haiti francis duvalier um modeled his cult of personality off of Baron Sambi. <laughs> That's even, awesome. even wearing, like, even speaking in a deep nasal tone, which is apparently how you know you're being possessed by Baron Samby and wearing dark glasses. Um, and he just chases after women all the time and drinks a lot.
2: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, and he can be usually found at crossroads between the worlds of living and the dead. And when someone dies, he digs their grave and greets their soul after they've been buried, leading them to the underworld. So he's also a psychopomp.
1: Yeah. Oh, interesting. So all the connections. <laughs> but I like that too because you know, we were talking about kind of ambiguity. Um, but it's like he—he's one of those characters that has many roles. You know, so it's yeah. like which one is he playing? You know, is he—is he doing his kind of self-serving? Like I'm going to go have a drink and a lady, or is he doing kind of what? Usually is a more serious kind of somber role of like, hi, welcome to being dead, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> Those are both really um, important. Well, okay, yeah. maybe not the drinking and whoremongering, but like... No, that's important. <laughs> 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 taking taking souls to the afterlife is like... Conservative it's an, very, an important job. It's an important job, you know, but the fact that he can do both. Like, nobody was like, well, he's this drunk guy who's like really scary and creepy and hanging out at crossroads. He shouldn't be the one. They were like... You know, like, there's enough room for him to be both, kind of going back to the idea that he can be a good or a bad, which is very, like, black and white, but you know what I mean? Like, he can have these two kind of seemingly opposing jobs and do them both. Right. (laughs) Get
2: you a demon, who can do both.
1: That's right. Right? Get you a demon, who can do both.
0: I would also also submit that Bart or Dennis the Menace are both uh, trickster characters.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, they don't shapeshift. They
0: don't shapeshift. I guess we're kind of denouncing that mostly. That's like a requirement most of the time. Well, I, I feel like-
1: also feel like we're shapeshifting tends to be a somewhat older, like when we think about like mythologies and stuff. Yeah, Whereas like Bart would be like a modern trickster. Modern
0: trickster. That's true.
1: Yeah. So not that not that shapeshifting shouldn't isn't part of what makes a trickster a trickster, but, like, as we've seen those types of stories change into modern media, maybe it's just less of a thing.
2: Yeah. As it's become more and more apparent that people cannot just be shapeshifting all over the place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're not, like, half half men, half coyote people. Right. <laughs> I have
0: a really good one that fits all of the criteria, and that is trolls. Online Trolls.
2: Oh, trolls. They
0: are sexually promiscuous, fundamentally ambiguous. They're deceivers, shapeshifters, uh, messengers and imitators of the gods. They challenge authority, hierarchy, um, and they're sacred and lewd um, (laughs) DIYers. That is pretty true. Yeah.
2: I think that's interesting, yeah. I I think
0: internet trolls are modern tricksters.
2: Or like, yeah, one incarnation of them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, for sure. I thought of one that, I don't know if this is a good one really, but I do want to bring it up because I think it might be interesting to discuss. Um, basically, any point-and-click adventure game character that you play as, like, so the player's character in this point-and-click adventure games.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, because I think in those games specifically, the job of you is not to, like, fight and kill things necessarily, but you have to use your smarts to beat puzzles by, like, getting things for people, or tricking them, but or you have, like a quest. situations.
1: You're the hero. You have a quest. Yeah, kinda. I mean, give us an example, Matt, of, like, one of those games.
2: Well, I think, mean, like, um, like, Monkey Island is a good one. Or, like, um, uh, the Double Time Adventure, uh, Broken Age.
0: Broken Age.
2: Like, your characters kinda have a... West, but, like, I mean, it becomes apparent what they're after eventually, but it re- usually they just, like, start off, like, wandering around, like, well, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'll figure something out.
0: I think, by definition, anyone who is the protagonist can't be a trickster.
2: Well, so then that's kind of what I'm getting at, is I wonder if if you can. Because a is a good example of, like, we you know you can, but that's, like, a meta, like, reason that makes sense in some kind of right. universe. It's maybe separate.
0: And that's, like, the
1: exception that
2: should prove the right. rule. But I wonder if you can be uh, the protagonist, but also a trickster.
1: Well, maybe, and you guys might know more about this, but maybe um, Hanuman. Am I saying that correctly? Oh he's yeah, like the Hanuman. monkey god in yeah. Hinduism. Yeah, like maybe that could be an example of that, right? Because he's often portrayed as like a trickster god, but there are several legends where he's the protagonist. Well, what about like and, as sometimes, well? and sometimes straight up the antagonist. Yeah, he's like, a. I mean, but
2: Briar Rabbit's also he, like
1: he's you know, kind of fluid and can in fall stories. into any of those categories depending on the tradition that you're seeing him in. Yeah,
0: and I think um, Matt makes a good point about Briar Rabbit because he and in a lot of African American literature, the trickster is the protagonist. Yeah. Now that you think, now that I think about it.
2: Well, and like I'm also thinking about like a lot of Hindu gods. I don't really know a whole lot about them, but I do know like that some of them will change shape and like kind of do whatever they want with other with other characters in the pantheon, and like they'll they'll go screw with humans and they'll like.
1: Or like never... Zeus was really big into that. Too. Yeah, not, like changing his really. shape so he could go sleep with. He'd be right. like a cat. A swan or a shower of gold right but the the
0: indian pantheon or indian gods don't particularly do that um they're much more dignified is not the word i want
2: to use no they do like crazy shit though like they turn into Like, like
0: what I, I don't know I, I,
2: all the stories kind of build together in my mind i don't actually know for certain but I, I think i could have sworn i've heard stories of like them like pretending to be someone and then like sleeping with their own like daughter and then like turning into a turtle and all these things just kind of like almost randomly
0: i don't know see so the thing about hinduism is that it's really a patchwork of traditions like Mm. it started with you know we have the people who live in south india plus the um, the aryan tribes moving in and then the hindu uh, or the sorry the muslim conquerors and so like all of these things have kind of blended together so it's entirely possible that's true like tons of things can fit into hinduism that right. didn't originally come from hinduism like um uh what's it called uh, buddhism is considered a sect of hinduism as is christianity um, yeah so,
1: so i like I buddha mean, is like another incarnation of krishna same, same with jesus yeah. so I on mean, the uh,
2: the Krishna. They do what they
1: want, which is great.
2: <laughs> On the Krishna Wikipedia page, it has a whole section called "Versions and Interpretations." Like, if that's not an ambiguous,
1: well, yeah, because yeah, no,
0: Krishna <laughs> is the reincarnation of Vishnu, and in the, when he gets to his, I think it's like ninth reincarnation, the world ends, mm-hmm. and Krishna, I think, is the seventh reincarnation, and he was a fish, and he was a turtle, and like, etc. But he lived those lives, and then he died, and then he came back as krishna he came back as ram he came, and um some say he came back as buddha or jesus hmm. and that's why uh, buddhism and
1: christianity fit into hinduism okay but maybe that's where you were getting those ideas of him being like a turtle or something yeah one of his because because he, he's like he's an avatar you know it's like he takes on these different you know
0: yeah I mean, I can't remember instances of Hindu gods messing with humans a lot. I mean, definitely Krishna had um, Radha, who was his lady, and well, uh, Ram had uh, his wife, who I can't remember who her name is.
2: Um, so, like, okay, so let's take it out of the, the realm
0: of uh, of
2: Hindu gods and go to Greek, which we you know a little bit more about. Yeah. I still think those cases, like, a lot of them can be considered having attributes of the trickster, like shape-shifting, being driven by your belly, you know, things like that.
0: I think definitely the case can be made for Zeus. Yeah. And definitely Hermes is a trickster. He's well-known. well-known trickster. Um, I can't... I would not really make a case for any of the others. There's... I mean, Dionysus, probably. Oh, yeah? Because he's drunk all the time. Hmm. Um... And he also is kind of subversive because he is mad, but, like, is he really mad?
2: Like, crazy? He's crazy, yeah.
0: Because, yeah. um, what's her name? Hera was jealous because he's the son of Zeus by some other woman, and she drove him crazy somehow. I can't remember how. And so he is crazy, except maybe he's not crazy. You know? <laughs>
2: maybe that's just what he wants us to think.
0: Yeah, and maybe he just wants to live his life, you know, being
1: debauched by nymphs. And like, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Sounds great.
1: Um, <laughs> Don't want to yuck anybody's yums, you know? That's
2: <laughs> I guess, like, the archetype of the trickster seems very uh, open-ended. Maybe not open-ended, but, like, ambiguous. Oh, ambiguous. Yeah. If you will. Uh, it uh, can kind of, like, bleed into other, mm. other archetypes a little bit more than some of these ones we've talked about in the past.
0: Um, I did look into, like, why there are trickster tales. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty interesting. I mean, aside from this, um, you know, briar rabbit business, which definitely has a purpose. But um, basically, like, people react to these stories with, like, laughter tempered by awe. And it's supposed to be funny, but it's also supposed to be sacred. And I think it's one of those, like, um, you know, if we couldn't laugh, we'd all go insane kind of things. Hmm. Like, it's... It's serious, but it's also humorous. In a way.
1: Well, and everybody loves a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And, like, it's
0: like court jesters, you know? The court jester is the only one who can make fun of the king. Mm-hmm. And in this case, the trickster is the only one who can make fun of the gods.
2: Okay. I like that.
0: Um, you know? That interpretation. Yeah. There's actually a fun uh, series of books that's, like, I think I've talked about this before, but the um the main character. This is like a series of books about the daughter of a main character of another book, another series. Okay. So the other series, the the woman, she's a knight, and it's all you know, magic and and all that jazz. And she's like a female knight, and it's so great. And then this is her daughter, who's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and she she is more like her father. Her father is like a spy, and she her. Um she ends up like in, in another country god by god some god weird god. set of coincidences. And she, she finds, finds out that her mother is like has a the patron, her mother's patron is the goddess, like the and so, so she, you know, is this great like Gryffindor. She, she's a Gryffindor. She, and, and so the daughter, daughter is like, like, um, this seems like God's work. Like something's going on here. And she, she finds, finds out them. that her, her patron weekend. is the trickster god. And he's, like, been fucking with her and, like, <laughs> moving her around for his own good, basically. And so she ends up, you know, doing things for him and that sort of thing. It's kind of fun. If he, your
2: patron was the trickster god, I feel like you were in, like, pretty...
0: Deep shit. Well, yeah,
2: not deep shit. Like It's not like having the devil as your patron, but, like, at the same time, it's like, what am I ever doing? Like, where is this road ever leading?
0: Yeah, like, what what are we trying to accomplish here? Yeah. Um... And he ends up, it ends up that he, he has brought her to this set of islands that used to worship him, but they were co- colonized by this other people, so he wants to overthrow the government and have the people who, the native people, own the islands again, because they worshipped him all the time.
1: Sure.
0: And so that's kind of, kind of this anti-colonial story. This is real fun. It's called Trickster's Choice, the first one, uh, by um, Tamora Pierce. And, um, Pippi Longstockings is
1: a trickster. Um. Oh, Huckleberry, not Huckleberry Finn, but Tom Sawyer, right? Or maybe both.
0: Yeah, Tom Sawyer, I'd say.
1: Right? He gets everybody to paint the fence from. Classic. Classic trickster. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. It's classic trickster. The way people often are wont to do.
0: There's another set of stories that, um the main character is the daughter of coyote and like coyote appears a couple times to like fuck with her life and he's not necessarily that interested in keeping her alive like one time he like had her somehow she ended up in prague and was like he didn't make any contact with her but he wanted her to do this thing and basically set her on a collision course with this very powerful being in Prague. Have you ever heard of the the Golem of Prague? It's a it's a folk tale. They, yes. That, like, this rabbi well, I think in I... Prague... Uh, rabbi I was just going to say, if I've
1: heard it, it's from you.
0: Yeah. yeah. This the rabbi, rabbi in Prague uh, set up... Uh, he made a golem, and uh, right before, you know, Nazis um, took over, and it's still roaming the streets of Prague, basically. Um, the ghetto, specifically. And so she... And Is he the, looking
1: for Nazis?
0: Yeah, yeah he's, he's looking, looking for Nazis, Nazis, but in this story, he's like become really warped because he's real old and it's like he doesn't really, he's not supposed to be there, you know? Mm, yeah. And it's it's this whole thing, but it's really funny. It's And she's like, I, I know why I'm fucking here because <laughs> Coyote sent me here, that jerk. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah and he is always just, like, popping her into, like, weird existences, and she's like, what the fuck now? So. What is that
1: story called?
0: Um, that is, uh, the main character's name is Mercedes Thompson. I think it's a Mercedes Thompson series by Patricia Briggs. Yeah! yeah. Woody Woodpecker?
2: Oh, definitely Woody Woodpecker, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not, a com- it's not that common of a trope. The Joker. I think so. Yeah, because he's a
1: villain. I think she's more of a villain.
0: But he's not really like, I want all the money, or I want, you know, That's these true. diamonds. He just wants shit to happen. Some people just want to watch the world burn.
2: So he's more like the devil sort of trickster. Yeah. Where, like, he's clearly evil, but he's not necessarily, doesn't have like, an overarching
0: goal. Yeah, he's chaotic evil. Yeah. Um. The last one I have is the mask.
2: There are definitely less tricksters than there are, like, heroes or villains, for instance. But that's just because, you know, every story needs a hero and a villain, whereas not every story needs a trickster. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There is a trickster in Supernatural. I can't remember exactly what his role is. I was trying to think of that person, too. I
2: think his name was just, like, the
0: trickster. Yeah, but, like, what did he do? I'm trying to remember. He
2: screwed with the uh, Winchester boys a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah I, remember I remember one episode where they were, like, in TV shows. Yeah. And then another one, they were office workers and, like, didn't know each other. I
2: think there's an episode where, like, he changed himself into one of them and then committed some crimes or something.
1: Right, yeah. What an ass. What an (laughs) asshole. So I think we can all agree, too, that tricksters generally tend to be assholes, but not necessarily unlovable assholes.
0: Right. Not evil assholes. Yeah. I really like Maui and uh, Moana.
1: Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. But he can be kind of a jerk. So Yeah. There's definitely some machismo, because I don't think... Unless we count Tweety Bird, I don't think we've named any female tricksters. Like
0: I was going to say, most tricksters are male.
2: It's just because we're so clever. Man. Is
0: it? <laughs> 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 One addendum, I don't know if she's really a trickster because she is the goddess of discord. But Eris, who is the goddess of discord in Greek mythology, she was the one who threw the golden apple that said, oh. For the fairest. Oh,
2: okay.
0: And she's done some other shit. But you're like... She wasn't invited to the wedding and that's why she was mad. Yeah. And so she but you can't invite Discord to your wedding, like, right. <laughs> so like or your I think about, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah.
1: I so I don't think I don't think she's maybe a trickster, but right, like maybe what Matt was saying about like how tricksters fall on this like chaotic blank scale. Yeah. She's just chaos.
0: She's chaotic yeah. neutral, definitely.
1: Yeah. But she? but she represents a chaos, which is totally, like, her own agenda, her own, like, and, and vindictive, which, again, is, like, a very negative trait that most female goddesses, like Hera, who was the queen yeah. of the gods, was extremely vindictive. So it's not necessarily well, so good or that. right, but, you know, why? but it's are, not the same as, like, tricksters don't tend to be vindictive.
2: Why are most tricksters male,
1: patriarchy done because <laughs> you're the ones writing the bible and creating myth myths and like
0: so like, wow. i don't
2: think the patriarchy is like a bad answer for that i think though like
0: there must be a more nuanced answer i agree
2: i think the patriarchy writes stories about women all the time
0: i think it is patriarchal in that all women are conniving
2: Mm. In these, so it doesn't—it's not even worth mentioning. Yeah,
0: obviously. <laughs> she's a woman. Guy,
2: Clearly, she's a trickster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's also like that's. A, I feel the same way about that one. Like, yes, probably, but also there's got to be even a more nuanced answer than that. Like,
0: well, also in these old stories, most of the people in the stories are men, mm. unless it's like someone needs to make a baby, then we have a woman, in here. <laughs> or someone needs to be kidnapped, then we have another woman in here. Yeah.
1: But, Sometimes the same woman, and she's she's just pregnant when she's kidnapped. Right, exactly. So,
0: so I think that's part of
1: it.
2: I wonder if it's like there's something like inherently positive about being a trickster that like they didn't want to ascribe to women.
0: I mean, the uh, yeah, yeah it, it would not be, not be conniving. conniving. It would be
2: um, it's wit, wit. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's and it's not something fun. they want
1: to encourage in women.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Well and 2 you're talking about how like sex driven tricksters are. So like yeah. the woman is the object of desire. We all or, like
0: women don't like sex.
1: No, that's true. Exactly. True. Exactly. Um, I, think I think
0: the closest is Penelope, um, from the Iliad, from the Odyssey. And she was very clever in that she kept clever. on unweaving yeah. her uh weaving.
2: Actually there are a few good ones in the the Odyssey, like the island he goes to where his People have turned into pigs or whatever.
1: Uh, that's Calypso. I- right. She well, she's is. a witch, though. Yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, she tricks them. <laughs> you know, like, she's conniving. She's that's conniving. That's clever. Witch
1: powers to witch yeah. them into Cersei. witching and witch. So she, she, he sleeps with Calypso, and Cersei is the one who
0: changes the the, the um the his clear. crew, or maybe it's the other way around. I can't remember. Uh, uh, Calypso in ancient Greek means "I will bury you." Uh, Okay. I enjoy. A lot. <laughs> if women do that kind of thing, they're like villains. Yeah. Except for Penelope, who
1: it was a faithful a wife.
0: She is only not a villain because she doesn't have sex. I really think that's like if she had had sex in the story, she'd be like
1: the devil. Mm. Right. Well, because right, she's she is the desire. Okay, so. If Odysseus is a trickster, she is the object of his desire. However, he still has sex with a lot of things and people sure. on his way home. So he doesn't fall no. into right? Like, he doesn't have to play by the same rules as Penelope. Oh,
2: absolutely not. Especially in the ancient stories. Yeah, yeah like, That's right. not even
1: a problem.
0: <laughs> but she <laughs> does still manage to keep, like, several horny men at bay mm-hmm. for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. 20 years.
2: Her virtue is, uh, is second to none, that's for sure good
0: old and then she she catches um odysseus's trick with the marriage bed thing she yes. asks him to prove to move their marriage bed downstairs if he's actually her husband and he's like i can't move the marriage bed because it's built out of a tree and it's not moving and she's like you're my husband <laughs> is that what happened yeah that's how she because he comes and she's like i don't know who you are because it's been 20 years yes. he looks different
2: so the way I remember it is that he A number 1 uh, came to her in disguise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah as, like, he was pretending in to be one of the
2: suitors and then at some point he like revealed to her that he he was Odysseus and then to prove it he shot a, an arrow through 12 axe heads.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then she's like, "Oh, only my husband would be able to do that." And then he like immediately proceeds to murder everybody in the,
0: the palace. But she asks him that question after that. She's oh, okay. like, If "You really are my husband? Then help me move or move my marriage bed downstairs." Uh-huh. And he's like, "I can't."
2: Okay, that was an yeah. extra one. That was an extra one.
1: She, <laughs> she had, had to be extra. Be extra
2: sure. I mean, res- reasonably <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Thank you for murdering all these people, but just like one more thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: one more thing. Maybe I mean, maybe she probably asked him in between the murdering and the accent thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now yeah. I'm like Aphrodite is definitely a trickster. Mm-hmm. She she gets she tricks people and she's tricked in return. She's having an affair with Mar, with the god of war. Yeah.
1: No, that's Mars, Ares. Ares, yeah. She's
0: having an affair with Ares, and Hephaestus, her husband, wants to catch her at it, and so he like rigs up this net and like oh, and yeah. calls everyone to come look. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> once he's got them, so, so like she, she she tricks people and she's tricked in return.
2: I'm down with that. Yeah, I guess so.
1: I saw so there's a list I was looking at and they put Lilith on yeah. there, but I don't think of I no. I don't think that we think of Lilith as a trickster. Like she might She's either a She's deceptive. Or... She's she can be deceptive, but yeah, she's villainous.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's either a villainous demon or a feminist icon, depending on how you look at it. Or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to find tricksters. Okay, let's
2: let's do female this one. tricksters. How about the Doctor from Doctor Who?
0: Well,
2: he's a it, it's a woman now, so well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that counts, I think.
0: Besides the whole female thing, I don't know that he is a trickster. You think so? I feel like. He doesn't really have a goal, I guess. Yeah, he's very he does ambiguous. shift? Ambiguous purposes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um, he is a situation inverter, Yes, uh, messenger and imitator of the gods. Well, he's so that's kind of. Kind of, I can see that. Um, yeah, yeah sacred and loathed lo- by Kalor. Uh, I can't even say that
2: word. He's got. I mean, his his appetites aren't necessarily sexual or hungry. But he is constantly being like, "Let me go show you this cool thing. We gotta yeah. go do this
0: cool thing right now." Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of how you how you catch him—that he's right curious.
2: Yeah, so his like appetite is not sexual, but curiosity based.
0: Yeah,
1: just like in knowledge.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would, Okay, I'd say. Um, so,
2: technically, the doctor is a female. Has uh, started yet?
0: Uh,
2: no, it's this year. Okay. Soon. <laughs> so,
1: so let's talk about. Who our favorite trick ter- tricksters are. Like, the ones that we enjoy.
2: I like Hugs Bunny and
1: Roadrunner. is pretty awesome.
0: But I like Hermes because he's a psychopomp. And he also is like... There's a story where Apollo asked him... Or Apollo left his herd of cattle somewhere. And Hermes saw the cattle and was like, I want it. And <laughs> took it, and Apollo. He came back to the scene, and Apollo's like, "Where's my cattle?" And he's like, "I don't know what cattle are, but if I did, I didn't take
1: yours." Well, <laughs> <They laughs> didn't he like, like eat some or something? Like he, yeah, like, he, he like slaughtered he one tough. and like was eating it because he was hungry. And yeah. these are like Apollo's like sacred like cows. It's like yeah, and he's
0: he also, also like think I think this is part of the mythology that he brings Persephone, like, basically an emergency exit um, tool. I don't remember what exactly it is, but, like, he's the one who takes her to the upper worlds and then takes her back again.
1: So mm. I like these a lot. I do really enjoy Loki. Um, the Avengers Loki is really different. Yeah. Um, And in, in where they kind of assigned his, like, backstory and stuff but the kind of more traditional like norse mythology loki is such a like he's such a dick but there's several like which we mentioned earlier but there's several examples where it's like he's like okay i got this and and handles business you know but yeah i really i really do like loki because what you mentioned earlier um Emily, about how they they get tricks pulled on them, yeah. you know, or, or just as likely to be deceived, right? Because when you're constantly deceiving people, then they learn, like, well, how would we outthink him, right? Yeah. And, like, Loki gets really brutally punished on several occasions. So while I think that's part of why I like him is because there's part of you that's, like, rooting for him, because he's like the quote-unquote like the underdog but when he does something really fucked up and then there are consequences of that like that feels really good as well to as as the person like reading the story to see somebody be like whoa dude that was really messed up and you know and to see somebody kind of get quote-unquote what they deserve yeah i think that's about
0: it that's about all we have to say about tricksters um let us know what your favorite
2: tricksters are yeah we forgot some
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially Um, if you can think of a really good female trickster. Yeah. I think the closest we have is
0: Aphrodite and Penelope. And they're kind of one trick ponies. Okay. Well, thank you, listeners. And uh, join us in a month when we have another episode. Reportedly.
1: Don't be a trope, you dopes. Remember, stay ambiguous. And keep
2: telling your story.